Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today the focus is Colossians chapter 2. I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Again, uh, Paul is writing, we think, from under house arrest in Rome. He's writing to the church, he's writing to the church at Colossae, and his interest uh, is their interest in him, but also uh, that he's already heard about them. He's heard about their faith, and uh, he's trying to encourage them in the faith. And so we'll see him uh, at the very beginning, in the first uh, verse, he'll talk about how he's writing to those who have not seen me face to face, and he wants them to be encouraged. So that being said, let's begin. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you, and for those in Laodicea, that which is another city, and for all who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit. And I rejoice to see you see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him who is the head of every ruler and authority, in him also you were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him. When he forgave us all our trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with his legal demands, he set this aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, do not let anyone condemn you in matters of food and drink or of observing festivals, new moons or Sabbaths. These are only a shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Do not let anyone disqualify you, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels dwelling on visions, puffed up without cause by a human way of thinking and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the universe, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? 
do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. All these regulations refer to things that perish with use. They are simply human commands and teachings. These have indeed an appearance, an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-imposed piety, humility, and severe treatment of the body, but they are of no value in checking self-indulgence. Thus we end the reading of the second chapter of Paul's letter to the Colossians. I'd like to now pose a few questions for your personal spiritual reflection. Number one, Paul begins this chapter by admitting that he is struggling on behalf of those who have not seen him in person. And he reads, it reads, For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you and for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. What does this tell you about Paul? Next question. In the light of Paul telling us that he is writing to those who have not seen him in person, how does his statement about being absent in the body take on a unique relevance? Let me refresh your memory. In verse 5 he says, For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit. And I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. And three, what do you think Paul is talking about when he warns the Colossians not to be swayed by philosophies and arguments? And how does that relate to today? And four, what are your thoughts about Paul's warning against false teachers? I'd like to conclude now with a prayer. Lord, grant me a clear mind, an open heart, and a dynamic uh, thought process. Bless me this day with all your spirit and all of your mind. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Again, this is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located in the heart of Detroit and at the very tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. Our street address is 600 East Warren Avenue, and I'd love to see you. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but also we worship on Wednesdays at noon. Until tomorrow, when I will be reading from Colossians chapter 3, this is Pastor Nick Hood. God bless and God keep you.